Talking Back. I'm your host, Dr. Paula Sperry. For the next half hour, I invite you to join me as we explore health issues in the news and learn from those involved in keeping our community healthy. Our goal is not to diagnose or to suggest treatment, but to celebrate your body's innate potential to heal itself. Good morning, everybody. My name is Dr. Paula Sperry. Thank you for joining us today on Talking Back. My guest is Casey Hammond, who is a EFT certified registered nurse and homeopathic consultant right here in Brewster on Cape Cod. Sugar, sugar, sugar everywhere. You know, at one point we thought sugar was the way to go. When scientists boiled all our food down to the very molecules that our cells used for uh, nutrition and energy, it turned out to be sugar, glucose. Because of that, they started to purify sugar. Take an apple and turn that into sugar in a sugar bowl. Take all kinds of things and break them down to like just the pure glucose molecule. And they came up with things like candy and feeding it to kids and kids were rewarded by it. And we thought, oh boy, it's gonna make them grow. It's gonna give them more energy. It's gonna help them with their learning and everything else. Well weren't we wrong you know you can't just go ahead and purify something all the way down to its finest point and think it's just as good as the original that mother nature made and as a result we have all kinds of problems not just diabetes but casey's going to get into what else sugar does in our bodies that is not such a good thing welcome to the program casey Hey, Paula, great to be here. Thanks for having me, because this is such an important topic. We are poisoning ourselves. I'd like to start by asking your listeners if they have any health concerns. So that could be they're worried about a specific disease process. Maybe they have a genetic tendency towards Mm -hmm. something. Their own health. It could be their family's health, their loved ones, their community. Uh, How about the world, right? Yeah. So thinking about that, but my concern is really like the American population. Yeah. Because we're so sick right now. There is so much chronic illness. And to me, it all points to processed foods. Ever since we started, like you say, refining these foods down, mixing them up, high fructose corn syrup, insulin problems. Just I can't think of a health problem that isn't made worse with sugar. Yeah. Because it's such an inflammatory compound. And like you, I used to think it was empty calories. And if I burned off the calories, no problem. Right. But it's not. It's toxic. It's addictive. And it's just making people sick. Now, when we speak about sugar people, you know, we don't we know that you don't sit there with your teaspoon and the sugar bowl and shovel it in like that. You could be eating a bowl of pasta and we're still talking about sugar. Unfortunately, yes. That All that stuff that's refined to a powder, and then it can be shaped into a chip or a pasta or, yeah, yeah unfortunately, at all. So let's get into the molecular makeup of sugar a little bit. It's like a string of pearls. Hmm. Each pearl is a sugar. Mm-hmm. But when you string enough of them together, it becomes a starch. Mm-hmm. So people don't equate the fact, Casey, a lot of times that by eating a cookie made with wheat flour or even rice flour or you know, eating pasta or a piece of bread on a sandwich, that they're still eating a form of sugar. 
No doubt about it, Paula. There's this thing in the cell called the mitochondria, and that's the energy generator in the cell. And not only does sugar put the brakes on that, it reduces the number. Mm. So that's why when you eat sugar, you just want more. You're actually hungry again. It brings your energy down. You're looking for more energy, so you reach for more sugar. And then we have that cyclical problem. Yeah, then the yeast starts growing because it feeds yeast, it feeds cancer. I mean, there are so many things that sugar, that aren't good, that sugar does to us inside. Right. And if we want to gain weight, it's not fat, it's sugar. (laughs) Sugar triggers insulin. One of the major jobs of insulin is to get excess sugar out of our blood system, out of our body. We can't have our blood levels go too high. It literally puts it into fat. So if you want to gain fat, if your listeners want to gain weight, yeah, eating sugar is the, the way to do it because of that insulin. And then when we eat too much sugar, our insulin gets resistant. We're, we're constantly banging on the door saying, make more insulin, make more insulin. And after a while, our bodies just kind of tune it out. Yeah. And that's what happens. And that doesn't happen only in our physical body. It happens in our brain. Yeah. Because they call Alzheimer's diabetes type 3 now. Yeah. Because there's such, such a strong connection wow. to sugar. Wow. Yeah. And, and complex carbohydrates. And, right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, Casey, you mentioned a, a part of a cell called the uh, mitochondria. Um, a lot of people don't know what that is. That's inside the cell. It's a little factory, isn't it? A little energy factory. Yeah. yeah. If you want energy, you really want to uh, give your mitochondria what they need, and mm-hmm. sugar is not one of those things. So <laughs> not only does it um, damage the mi- mitochondria, it actually it makes less numbers, and it makes them work less better. Mm. So if you want less energy, and nobody wants that, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just, just dig into the sugar. Mm. Why do kids get hyper then when they eat sugar? Right. I mean, it looks like they have more energy. Yeah, initially they have more energy, so it's... Uh, stimulating like all those feel-good neurotransmitters. Mm-hmm. Um, and Chemicals it, in your brain that make you feel good? That make you feel good. Yeah. And so the kids are all running around. The same thing happens with adults. We get a lot of, a boost of energy, but the long-term effect, the secondary action crash. Is, to, is the crash. Yeah. yeah. And then we're looking for more. I, I joined a, a support group, actually. I was definitely a sugar addict. I used to eat a double ice cream cone every day, and mm. I used the emotional freedom technique tapping to get over that that portion of my addiction, mm-hmm. but I was still a harmful user. Of sugar? Of sugar, yeah, and I wanted to get off it completely because I helped people, including diabetics, and I was telling them to get off sugar and the carbs, and mm. I wasn't doing it myself. So you wanted to see how easy it was. Yeah, that, well, not only that, <laughs> I just wanted to be congruent. Yeah. You know, I don't want to ask anyone in my practice to do something I'm not willing to do. Right. I joined a support group online. It's a 30-day challenge, and it's at sugaraddiction.com. So mm-hmm. people can just go to sugaraddiction.com, up, upper right-hand corner, there's a 30-day challenge. And I thought I was giving up sugar, but as you mentioned before, flour is a form of sugar. And boy, was I pissed when he said I had to give up flour, too. But I said, I can do anything for 30 days. And that was well over a year ago. Wow. And so, and the support that they give, it's really hard to do it alone because it's so omnipresent. It's everywhere. It gets into your psyche. It does. It's something. But when you get off of it, it just gets easier and easier every day because I just don't want it anymore. I don't have the cravings I used to have. Right. So if you're just joining us, this is Talking Back. I'm your host, Dr. Paula Sperry, and I'm with Casey Hammond, who is an EFT specialist and uh, She's also a homeopathic consultant, as well as being a an RN 
And uh, Casey handles all different sorts of alternative type care here on the Cape. And most recently, she's been looking into all of us being addicted to sugar and complex carbohydrates. So if that might be you, thank you for tuning in to Talking Back. Right. I don't know that everyone's addicted. We're all on a range. You know, some of us can have a drink and others can't, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. But the less sugar we eat, the better off we're going to be. Now, you said drink. And Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times when alcoholics stop drinking alcohol, they start craving sugar. We use sugar for comfort. Mm-hmm. You know, like alcohol also, right? Mm-hmm. We, we're moder- moderating our emotions mm-hmm. by using these substances instead of dealing with what's coming up in our lives. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden you take that drink away from somebody, they need another crutch mm-hmm. or they need to be willing to face their emotions, process them. Sugar causes a lot of, a lot of negative emotions. It makes us not deal with them and it makes, it can even make people angry, depressed. You know, I've heard people talk about rage, how much better their moods are once they get off the sugar. The the rewards can be astounding. Mm. Yeah. Most people join in to lose weight. Mm-hmm. They come for the vanity, but they stay for the sanity because they know that their brain clears up. The Alzheimer's, cognitive decline, all, right. it's called diabetes type 3 Yeah. because there's such a strong sugar connection, connection with, that. with that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. Who knew? I mean... You know, I know uh, I came to eating less sugar in a different way other than joining a support group. I decided that it was like impossible. I was eating very, very well and still holding on to way too much weight and having all kinds of different problems. And uh, I decided to do something against what I've believed my whole career as a chiropractor and eat mostly meat. Mm-hmm. as opposed to um, eating vegetables or, you know, grains especially. And so when I started to do that and just started eating like hamburgers, you know, and... and without and the roll. Without the mm-hmm. roll, yep. just cheeseburgers, fine, mm-hmm. yep. but just no roll. Mm-hmm. And maybe having a little piece of broccoli on the side mm-hmm. or something like that, the weight just started coming off. And you know what I noticed, though? I didn't have a craving for sugar or alcohol, like I did before. Yeah, that's fantastic, Paula. And yeah, that's, and that's, that's the way it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you get off of it, right? Right, and it's like anything else that we can be addicted to is um, once you get on a roll with it. Yes, yes. Yeah. It really helps. People think, you know, do I have to do this for the rest of my life, or this is so hard, and it is initially. And people actually go through withdrawal, headaches, poor sleep, all kinds of complaints. Mm-hmm. But um, once you get over that hump, uh, people feel so good and get over so many illnesses and use less pharmaceuticals. So it's just really a win-win. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, even cancer uh, has been traced back to sugar. So do you know anything about that? Well, Dr. Otto Warburg, back in the 1930s, he was a German uh, scientist, and he realized that cancer is a metabolic disease. And so what that means is it doesn't necessarily cause cancer. Sugar doesn't cause cancer, but it feeds it. Mm. So if you want your cancer to grow, cancer cells have uh, many, many times the amount of sugar receptors on them. That's why when they do a PET scan looking for cancer, it's radioactive sugar because the sugar goes right to the cancer cells. Mm. So that's interesting. That's a really, really good reason to um, lower oh, your sugar intake if there's any kind of cancer in your family. Mm-hmm. Some other things is um, Dr. Dale Bredesen. 
Mm -hmm. He's working with Alzheimer's and he's collecting the data, um, reversing cognitive decline. Reversing, not just preventing? Right, reversing cognitive wow. decline. Yep, usually if people are too far gone in the Alzheimer's, mm -hmm. again, think about the compliance factor. It can be done, right? And, and it's and a whole protocol, switch. but obviously these um, refined carbohydrates are not a part of the protocol. Right, right. Yeah. Well, you know, we probably didn't evolve eating things like cookies and uh, pie and uh, ice cream. That's right. We probably were eating more like meat and whatever vegetable we could scrape up if we couldn't find meat. Mm -hmm. That's you right. Know? That's so, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if people want to um, read a really great book. It's called Metabolical. Metabolical. And metabolical, like okay. a diabolical metabolism, metabolism. Okay. right? And it's by Robert Lustig, and he, he explains this whole thing you know even to the ldl cholesterol which sugar contributes to the bad cholesterol well sure because of the inflammation right and the, and the molecule itself huh yep robert lustig also says that it contributes to high blood pressure which mm. is such a problem for so many people wow and you're told he says it's worse than salt wow so something to think about when people are trying to you know cut back on their salt can yeah. cut back on their sugar too well they kind of go hand in hand salt and sugar they, they do isn't that the we have those receptors <laughs> in our brain and both of those things if we eat them we crave them we eat them we feel better right. it, at least we think we feel better right. <laughs> mentally maybe right. our bodies on the other hand tend to be suffering and that leads me to another uh question We've come up with artificial sweeteners and salts too, glutamate and aspartame in particular. And they are somewhere like between 200 and 1,000 times sweeter and more salty than the actual sugar or salt. It's pretty interesting that when we eat like aspartame or uh, monosodium glutamate, the glutamate, the salty mm -hmm. one, they excite those nerve fibers right. in our brain. Right. And they get them so excited, they actually explode with joy. Mm -hmm. And you get a apoptosis going on where you're actually killing brain cells wow. because your brain is so excited right, right. from getting these like, you know, sugar on steroid and yeah. salt on steroid compounds. So it doesn't look like we should go toward that side. No, please don't go toward that time. Excitotoxins, they're yes. called, right? And <laughs> it's just a little too much excitement for us to handle. As much as we might like some excitement in our lives. You don't want your yeah. brain Blow up. And the other thing is they keep the threshold of sweet up in your mouth. So mm. you're still looking. You're, if you're used to that level of sweetness, an apple doesn't taste sweet. A banana doesn't taste sweet. Oh, sure. So when you get those things out of your diet, all of a sudden, wow, this sweet potato, woo, you know, those kinds right. of butternut squash, those kinds of things. They're just, there's so much sweetness there. That's true. Yeah. And just the whole idea of real food over processed food. That is, that's what I'm all about. It's real paramount. food, yeah. yes, just just keeping it real. Whether you choose to do the carnivore thing or some other right, other way of eating. Yeah, yeah and just because that works for me, people, right. doesn't mean it's going to work for you. Exactly. Um, you know, you've got to play with your food. I'm always telling people on this program, play with your food. You know, eat a certain type of food, see how you feel. Eat another type of food, see how you feel. But trust us, don't just eat sugar because we already know how you're going to feel, and you probably do too. Right. And we're the scientists, we're not the guinea pigs. Mm. Yeah, mm -hmm. so we have to keep that in mind. Um, sugar, if we think about diabetics, it damages capillaries, so the small blood, you know, the blood vessels. Right. And so it damages it, so then the cholesterol comes in to patch it up. 
So cholesterol gets in trouble for clogging arteries, but it's because the artery's damaged. It's kind of like blaming the EMT or the firefighter. For the fire. Right. Mm. And the other thing about it is, um, again, like diabetics where they get the amputations and they go blind, the sugar damages the small blood vessels. It rots them out. It's, like, <laughs> it's, it's actually sh- it's sharp like sugar is when you see it in a bowl it has yeah. a sharpness to it yeah. in our capillaries yeah. so yeah it causes inflammation and you know we are a nation of inflammation and that is where a lot of our health issues come from and come down to and you're absolutely dead center on target Casey when you say it's processed food yeah, processed food is a problem yeah mm-hmm. yep. and children children are s- so sick now um, fatty liver disease, that in was kids. unheard of in, cho- in children. Right. It used to be old alcoholics, and now it's just so rampant. And that's the high fructose corn syrup. Yeah, That's an ingredient. If you see that on the label, run in the other direction, Right. especially sugar sugar beverages. And it's called things like fruit sugar and oh, you know right. nice names like right. that. Or you see HFS. Yes, high fructose corn syrup. Yep. Yeah. And even apple juice. You oh, know, yeah. that's a high fructose drink. And... It's just going right into your your system. You know, there's no fiber, there's no nothing. Yeah. Yeah. The number one thing, I think, is to get sugar out of our beverages. That's a really good place to start. And thank goodness today, I remember being a little kid in the back of the car, and I was craving a soda. And I'm thinking, my favorite soda is 7-Up, but it's so sweet. I wish they would just make lemon and lime soda without sugar in it. When I was a little kid, I remember thinking this. But, you know, all you could get back then was 7-Up, 7-Up. And so you get addicted to the sugar. And nowadays, though, if a kid had that thought, you could easily go out and get a soda that just has lemon and lime flavoring in it. Right. Just a flavored soda water, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No sugar. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. So you kids don't know how good you have it out there. Oh, I know, but they want to go for the sugary one, especially if you get used to it. It's yeah. really hard to get off of it. Well, and, you know, I have a family who used to come and see me, and uh, one of the little girls, they never gave them sugar. Okay? Wonderful. And they never did. And, uh, of course, the kids get to be four or five years old, start mm-hmm. going to daycare and other mm-hmm. kids' houses and birthday cakes and cookies mm-hmm. and candy and all of that. And the little girl wouldn't eat it. She just did not like the taste of candy, if you can believe that, or cake, because it was too sweet. Right. Ah, oh, I love hearing stories like that. Yeah. 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 So we're not programmed for it. It's something we do to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that a lot of people that jump on board with this are older. Their, their health is starting to head downhill. And what can I do? Yeah. You know, it'd be great to catch the younger audience, you know, the younger moms and dads raising the children just having it from the get-go what a healthy life that would lead to yeah just to not instill those sugar taste buds right you know so early in life yeah not to get programmed yes yeah yeah well i know from my carnivore-ish type diet i'm Mm -hmm. not a pure carnivore Mm -hmm. but i you know i tend to eat a whole lot more meat than i used to beef mainly Mm -hmm. if i move away from that and one night say you know, I think I'm going to have a sesame crunch bar or something that I might have picked up at the health food store. I'll eat that and I'll be laying there watching the television or something and go, oh boy, what do I want? I start craving things. I start craving. Then I'm like going through the refrigerator and it's always I'm looking, I'll eat a maraschino cherry that I have like in the occasional Manhattan cocktail I might make for myself. I'll eat two or three of those. Mm-hmm or some other ridiculous thing, 
and then I'm even craving more sugar. Right. And I wake up in the morning with brain fog. Yes, yes. Yeah. So the common complaints and eating any sugar begets more sugar. And so getting off of it, abstinence is so much easier when it comes to sugar than moderation. <laughs> yeah. 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 Especially someone like me, I was raised on sugar and it was the reward and you finished your dinner and you were a good girl, and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a plate of cookies grandma yeah. just made. Yes. Yeah. Love, comfort. Yeah. yeah, how do we break those connections? Well, like we said at the beginning of the program, at first sugar was a miracle drug. Yeah. It was supposed to help kids to grow big and strong and, and you right. know, develop faster and just be smarter and all this because it was the very molecule of energy that of life that our body broke everything down to. But you can't just put it in pure. Your body's got to go through the process of processing whatever the food is down into those molecules. That's right. I hear them talk about cocoa leaves, that you can chew on that all day, but that cocaine is such a, you know, different product right. of what it does to your body. The white powders, we can move the white powders out. Yeah. It's real, <laughs> really health, beneficially healthy for us. So basically, if something's white powder, stay away That's from right. it. That's right. That's it. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, there's another um, doctor I really like, uh, Professor Thomas Seyfried. It's S-E-Y-F-R-I-E-D. He's at Boston College, and he's doing a lot of work on, um, again, reversing cancer with mm. a no-sugar, a low-carbohydrate protocol. Mm -hmm. He also includes an amino acid in that which he thinks, you know, really beefs up the program. But we're seeing it everywhere. There's so much science now. We have to start, you know, voting with our forks, not mm -hmm. buying it. But then we also need government policies because right now we subsidize high fructose corn syrup. Of course we do. You know, we're subsidizing the corn farmer and that's what they're using. And so high fructose corn, corn syrup, it's actually worse for us than sugar. Mm. And it's subsidized. So instead of having sugar in that soda we used to buy, we actually have high fructose corn syrup. It's just a big mistake. So we have to take the subsidies away from junk food and put it into real whole foods. Yeah, Let's well, subsidize good, those farmers. Good luck with that. I right. mean, it's so wrapped up in the stock market and you have to pretty much ignore all of that, ignore almost what even the experts at, at the federal level are saying, just like with so many things. So uh, lately, we've got to ignore that the feder federal government's coming out with and just use your common sense. And once again, play with your food play with your food. Oh, the other thing is, this is exactly a playbook from the tobacco companies because the tobacco companies have bought the big food companies. <laughs> so they're telling us, oh, just be responsible, don't eat so much, mm -hmm. eat it, it, it doesn't hurt you. You know, they're doing all the same things they did with um, tobacco. Mm -hmm. And But look at tobacco, how many less people smoke now? Right. You know, so we need to get the information out. We need for people to make better choices. Stop the subsidies, like you say probably impossible. But, so uh, Casey, th that gives us all, all kinds of hope. <laughs> <laughs> I have hope. Yeah. Uh -huh. And I think it's really important to take these things into um, your own hands. So if you're feeling tired or run down, or you've got any kind of disease or illness, blood pressure, cholesterol issues, cancer, frequent colds and flus, uh, everyone, heart disease. Heart disease. Oh, mm -hmm. big one. Heart mm -hmm. disease. Yep. Yeah. Vascular mm -hmm. conditions. Yes. yes. So much of that is inflammation. Even they will admit that. Mm -hmm. But what causes inflammation? Sugar is a big Sugar. player. Yes. Yes, <laughs> And other processed foods. Processed foods. And just because it isn't sweet doesn't mean it's not affecting you like sugar. Complex carbohydrates, flour, 
okay? Anything made with flour, pasta. How many people say, oh, I never eat sugar, but I love bread. Well, guess what? You're eating sugar. Unfortunately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but I can't say oh. it enough, is that once you get off of it, and mm-hmm. I just say, oh, that's not my food. Yeah. And I was able to do that before with high fructose corn syrup and the vegetable oils because oh. they are just poison. Mm-hmm. So if I saw anything with those ingredients on, I, you know, it was so easy for me. Yeah. It was a little bit more of a hurdle for me to get off the sugar and flour. Wow. Yeah. 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 Both of those things are the reason why we are sick. I was going to bring that up, but uh, the show is about sugar. In one of my issue in the news um, programs, I've talked about linoleic acid and how bad it is uh, in the body, what it causes, all kinds of problems as well. And the omega-3, omega-6 ratio department, you mm-hmm. know? Yep. Yeah. 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 So We can do it. Our health is worth it. Yeah. You know? This will give people something to do. You know, if they're bored, they're, you know, sick, they're not feeling good, they're sick, fat, and tired, and uh, they just want to be able to do something, and they know they've been talking to their doctor and don't want to go on drugs or get the stomach rubber yes. band or, or the ozempic the ozempic oh yeah no. or use a, use those diabetic medicines yeah. off label yeah. to lose Which, weight right because they're they're destroying muscle mass yeah yeah so wow. not really a good thing if you're going to go on them make sure you're doing a cardio you know a muscle strengthening type of regimen because you're going to lose muscle mass but why go yeah. on them at all take a I little agree. time start I agree. giving up the sugar with yeah. this organization that you said before yeah yeah sugaraddiction.com sugaraddiction.com and just try a 30 day challenge no sugar yeah. challenge and you know what it's even easier than 30 days because he gives you a week to clean out your pantry oh to really get in in gear so yeah, I highly recommend sugaraddiction.com. And that's a great way for people to start. That's a great way for people to start. Lots of support there, lots of information. He takes you through day one through day 30. He gives you the information so you know what to expect. So mm-hmm. there's no surprises. And there's just so much support there and love. I'll mm-hmm. say that, and love. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of us are on a mission to change this. And once you get the ball rolling, just like an exercise program, oh, that first day you're so sore and you don't want to do it, and the next day you wake up and you can hardly walk, but you keep doing the exercising, and after a month or two, oh my gosh, you haven't felt that good in years and years. And so this is what will happen if you do make the attempt to give up sugar. It's a lifestyle. It's not a diet, it's a lifestyle. Absolutely. And it's a good lifestyle. I understand that you have used a way of curbing your addiction to ice cream. I did. I used emotional freedom technique tapping. Uh I was eating a double scoop of ice cream every day and with tapping, you try to discover the emotions that are driving the behavior. Mm. And sure enough for me, I'm one of 10 kids, so there was 12 people at the dinner table every night, and my mother would cut the box of ice cream in half. Mm. Half for tonight, half for tomorrow. So I needed to work on the fact that I felt like I never got enough. Right. So that's why I chose a double scoop of ice cream every day. Wow. And it also <laughs> in a family of 10, you don't really have a say. And so the double scoop of ice cream, I had a say. I was one of those neurotic people that put this, this flavor on the bottom and the other flavor on the top. I had my say. So as a, an adult, I can have my say. Oh, big light bulb moment. And I can have ice cream whenever I want. Yeah. So there's always enough. I wasn't eating the ice cream every day. It just mm-hmm. went away. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I wasn't off sugar completely. 
And that's where the sugaraddiction.com came in and helped me out. And helped out, yeah. as, as well as the emotional freedom technique. Yes. And uh, Casey, you teach people how to do that. And if people want to get a hold of you over there in Brewster and chat more about this or have a coach for getting off of sugar, uh, how can they get a hold of you? Um, they can give me a call or send me a text at 508-237-5492. Or they can reach me. I'm at Cape EFT Associates if you Google that. And uh, my email address is Casey at capeeftassociates.net. Okay, and that's Casey with a C. K-C-A-S-E-Y. Well, Casey Hammond, RN, homeopathic consultant, and grand sugar wizard, thank you so much for coming here and sharing your wisdom with people on Talking Back. Thanks, Paula. Thanks for letting me get the word out on this. I appreciate it. I appreciate everything you do. Well, listen. The time is now. Now. That's it. Work on it. Feel better. Good. All right. Thank you. Take care. Thank you for tuning into Talking Back. Talking Back is heard on WOMR Radio at 92.1 FM at this time each week. If you have news or comments to share, or you would like to be a guest on Talking Back, write, call, or email this station, care of Dr. Paula Sperry, WOMR FM Radio, Post Office Box 975, Provincetown, Massachusetts, 02657. Or you can give us a call. We're at 508-487-2619 or 1-800-921-9667. We're also at www.womr.org online. Tune in next week. And until we meet again, please remember to love your body.